started, I was frustrated. Walking down the aisles. Here's the eye commercials, y'all. Fendi and Gucci is goofy. LB Council, you tell them to sue. Rolex, AP, ain't shit. Y'all follow, need that, need us. Almighty, black dollar, black dollar. Fuck them bottles, ain't puff, it ain't chase. Surah, do say Bel-Air, let's get paid. Rose Rush, Bentley, ain't shit. Y'all follow, need that, need us. Almighty, black dollar. Gucci don't like black people. In my Gucci bad ass voice. Here, young ghetto nigga dream. Brand new black Rolls Royce. Maybe mama living them but uh, what's good, y'all? Welcome to the show. Uh, I am your host, D. Lost African, the Afro Boy. Um, we are going to talk about uh, Afroeconomics today because it is Black Friday. And on this day, we probably spend around literally close to a trillion dollars. And I'm trying to get to the point to where us as a people, and this is for all people to educate you on financial literacy, but truly, truly my people, black people, Afro people to reevaluate how we value money. Um, it is ridiculous, uh, as you hear in the song, uh, that is Almighty Black Dollar by Jeezy. Um, it's a powerful song, go listen to it. But we do, we just waste too much money on material things and we don't spend enough money, whether investing in ourselves or ourselves as an entire people, a community worldwidely. This is not just a uh, American uh, problem, how we communicate and trust each other and how we uh, come together collectively through economical means and financial means to make ourselves stronger as a people, uh, as a race, as an Afro race. Uh, we don't do that. We spend too much time harping over uh, materialistic things, the Gucci's, the Louis, the, you know, all those things that lose value, they don't gain any money. So I'm going to talk about this because I'm going to show you and prove to you that I know you're out there spending money and I'm not even out there. I ain't been to no store. I ain't been to a Macy's or none of that. I ain't been to Target or Walmart. I ain't done none of that. But I know that you're spending money on mostly non-essential things or things that you really don't need in your life that don't propel you uh, to a better life because I own stocks and I own, um, or I'm working on doing real estate. So I'm gonna show you what I mean. So I'm gonna show you a stock I own. Um, it's called Etsy. This is how I know you're out there spending money and I'm not even out there because what you guys have done today, or the consumer, what you guys have done today has made me some money. The stock market is green because all of you guys are out here spending money. So check this out. And I like the show because, you know, people, y'all need to see these things, especially black folks. Like, y'all don't like to believe the stuff that I show you. So this is the company Etsy. Etsy is like... Um, Etsy is like your Amazon, it's like your Macy's, it's it's all those things, right? So just, just follow me for a second, right? So say 
I bought this stock at $1. And this was early in the year. And I knew y'all was going to go out there and spend y'all money and buy the Playstations or, you know, tell your girlfriend to buy your Playstations and that whole mean thing that's going on. Buy me a PS5. I don't know where that came from. But um, say I knew or perceived that you guys were going to go to Walmart and stores and spend all your money on Black Friday, right? So I bought the stock at a dollar. I go about a stock of the dollar. I wait for Black Friday to come around. You guys have literally just made anyone who bought the stock of the dollar in real life. You just made them $160 in a few months. You've literally made them $160 in a few months, bro. Um, but that is one example. That is one example on why I talk about financial literacy um why well, harp on us to change the way we value things the way we value money because we can leverage these companies that don't really care about us to make money uh from the average consumer and we can reintroduce and put those funds into our communities black owned businesses black owned stores black owned clothing lines um and make ourselves a strong power in its own and independent um, power in its own. There's, and anyone can learn from this, but especially my people, because we always talk about how um, we don't have enough money for these things and that the, uh, the government or all these other entities um, don't care about our communities. They, they don't help us. We're supposed to be a part of this country and all these things in between. And all black folks literally say this about their own country. Um, that that ties into why we have to lend on each other, why we have to lend on each other as a people. Um, that is the only way that we're gonna get out of this um, economical hole that we're in. So, and I really just wanted to base that mainly around stocks because you guys made me money today, you did. Um, I do appreciate it and I will try to, uh, Put those things in, in other avenues to help us grow but every year we spend close to like a trillion dollars we literally do every single year we spend a trillion dollars if we stopped and just said we're going to spend a trillion dollars in our communities we're going to buy all the mixed-use buildings and now i'm talking real estate and full disclaimer, while I'm talking about real estate business and any money, I'm not a financial advisor. Um, anything that I talk to you about is strictly for informational purposes. Um, please do your own research if you're going to invest or do any business as far as like real estate, investing in stocks or anything like that. Um, I am just here to speak on my opinion and how we can better ourselves, better my people, better the world through financial literacy, which is why I do Afroeconomics. But um, back to what I was saying. So like how we waste a trillion dollars. They've evaluated this. Literally, we spend one trillion dollars on materialistic things that do not help us as a whole, as a collective community, body of people. And we could use that money. We could use that money to buy a whole bunch of mixed use buildings. So now I'm doing real estate. We could buy a whole bunch of mixed use buildings. Like if we found a block, a street, a strip full of just abandoned mixed-use buildings with apartments on top. This is what a mixed-use is. It's usually apartments on top, and it's a storefront at the bottom. And let's just say we tried to rebuild uh, Black Wall Street, for instance, and we bought out all the stores, right? 
put every black business from a salon, from a, 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 a clinic, from a barbershop to a, to, a, to a school, to a daycare, to a grocery store. Like literally, we spend a trillion dollars on building our community. That way we have collectively as a people, financial freedom, financial independence, because who is going to help you other than your own people at the end of the day? Yes, it is beautiful for us to work together collectively as a diverse group of people if that happens, but who are you supposed to depend on? Because how we're supposed to view each other as Black people, as Afro people, is a one big family. That is literally how we're supposed to view each other. I should be able to go into my Black neighborhood, find my Black bank, find my Black um daycare and be able to say yo black blank i'm trying to start this business i filled out my business plan boom here goes the uh amount here goes the outline you can lend me the money black baby like i got you black man black woman i got you, you want business loan boom there you go. Then we go to all the other communities, help the daycares, help the, you know what I'm saying? These, these realities are very possible. And it just, it shocks me how we don't think about each other as a, as a community when it comes to these type of things. Like, it's just, I'd be like, no, we have to do better. We want better, we have to do better. I mean, it's cool to be like, you know, what others, other entities, other powers that be are supposed to do for us as a country, but bruh, come on. You come into this world as who? Unless you were twin, you come into this world on your own. And the only people that you really depend on are your family. Um, but I'm trying to treat us all as a big family and tell us that through financial literacy, learning about stocks, learning how to evaluate a chart, a five-year chart can depict on the money management just to give you a simple breakdown of stocks or investing in general. You have a company, it's a five-year chart. Five-year chart can evaluate how the company manages their money. If the chart is going down, they're mismanaging their money. If the chart is going up, they are high on supply and demand. So that means that they know um, what the consumer is doing. They know uh, the space that they fit in to earn income. And through owning these stocks, you can then have a partnership or an ownership in the income that they earn. They call that a dividend. They pay you for owning portions of their stock. And if you do it long enough and you do it the right way, you can in return become financially free, which is what we call financial freedom. You could also do this through starting a business, through real estate. And if you care about us collectively as a people, then in return from the wealth that you have created, you then will help your people. That is how you create true generational wealth, not just individually for your family, but us as a collective whole body of people. Because um, I see, like, I'll give you an example. I seen someone come in, Hugo, you can check this out, bro, I'm serious. So there's a brand called Hugo. It's Hugo Boss. Everybody probably knows it is Boss. They have a fire cologne. I have the cologne. It's great. But they also started clothes. So their stock is on the market. Like I said, not a financial advisor, just give an example. But their stock is on the market. You go evaluate this stock. 
it's a couple dollars, 10, 20 bucks, whatever it, is, whatever it is at the moment. Go on the website. Their website, their clothes are like a hundred plus dollars. Some of their jackets are more than than um my polo jacket, my Ralph jacket, my my Pelly, my Pelly coat. Like they 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 clothing lines like six hundred dollars. And apparently they got sores. So somebody is spending six hundred dollars on a coat. You, you following me yet? But their stock is like $20, $30. And if they pay me a dividend, which is a payout, and they pay it every month, and I know that people are going to the store and spending $600 on their coat, it better be a damn good-ass coat. Like, I better be able to, you know what I'm saying, survive through a blizzard in the coat if it's $600. But I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's how people are. Um, but then I can make money because I know that there are other people who – have become wealthy spending that money. So if I own this company for this amount and they're worth this amount, I'll eventually get to this amount. And who's wealthy or who's financially free? Me or us as a people. And it's crazy um, how hard that is for us to, to realize. Um, you know, the media has probably idolized the singing and dancing as the only way for us to get financially free or even the um, illegal means for us to get financially free. But that is not the only way we can learn and exchange knowledge and network with one another and become financially free. You know, my bro, did, he did this yesterday, literally yesterday. He hit me up. He called me. He like, man, bro. I'm trying to become financially free. I'm trying to um, not want to work for anybody. I'm trying to network and build this thing. And I know that it is possible if we do it together versus how hard it or how hard it would be if I tried to do it on my own. I said, okay, bro, what's up? He said, man, I'm trying to start me a business and all these other things. Da, da, da. I'm trying to break bread with you. That example alone, if we tried to do it on a 10 times scale, we can literally stop uh wanting stuff from any other entity any other people anything we can do everything on our own and that does not exclude anyone else from wanting to communicate and rock with us and, and network and grow their communities and our communities and things of that nature but it's all about how you change your mindset i'll give you another example real estate Instead of spending like $1,200 on Dior shoes, I remember I seen this guy, I seen the Dior shoes. I asked him, yo, how much them shoes cost? He told me $1,200. I met a, I met a, I met a 20-year-old boy. He wanted to, and this is how why we have to change our mentality, because it saddened me when I met him. The boy wanted to floss so bad. He just had to let me know that he spent $3,000, three bands, on glasses. Glasses. You know, this, this ain't no car. This is not a down payment on a house. This is not the down payment to start your business. It's $3,000 on some glasses. And I just, he just wanted me to know that he spent this money. 
and then he finna go to Vegas. And I'm looking at him like, Young King, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Man, I wish somebody would have led you in the, a, a different direction. Man, I wish you would have seen my videos on Afroeconomics so I could tell you, bro, you could have started you a whole business with $3,000. You finna waste $3,000 on some glasses? They cost $10 to make from wherever other outsourced country they came from? You spent $3,000 on some glasses? And that was a sad example. And I just couldn't, I couldn't believe Young King was like, man, bro, you know, you like my glasses? I was just like, yeah, bro. I was like, you like my glasses? You know, y'all seen my glasses. These some, I, I think these like uh, America Best Vision for like $100 because they, they prescription glasses. But you know, I'm like, you seen my glasses? Like, same protective frame and everything. You know, I, I, I didn't I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it, y'all. I and I couldn't believe it. And I couldn't believe it. But that's that was one of the reasons why I'm here. Cause I'm like, nah, bro, we can't we can't keep living like this. We can't keep going through these emotions, thinking that this materialistic thing is gonna make us into something. It's not putting on these clothes doesn't make you the man y'all have heard that saying like the the suit doesn't make the man the man makes the suit uh and especially when it comes to our young kings about how they value themselves and not doing everything for money money's in everything like this um doing my show um i, I make a little money you know doing my podcast i love doing my podcast but i don't do it for money um, I don't do this for money. I do this for my people. And I try to show you real life examples, showing you the stock Etsy, um, how uh, you can make money over time. Your money can grow without you having to do anything. I made uh, some gains today and I didn't even go to the store. You know, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to spend any any physical money because the economy grew or I had a, a, a source or resource for supply and demand. And I feel that if I teach my people and I preach to my people enough that, hey, I can wake up the right people. We can come together and we can do this. This is possible. It's very possible. There are groups of us who are doing this. There were 10 black entrepreneurs who went and bought, uh, was it, 47 acres in Georgia. And they're trying to reconstruct that into our own like true city, which is beautiful. It's sort of like this uh, a smaller version of what Akon is doing in Africa with Senegal. Um, and these examples are real. These examples are true. And we can do these things. And we can do these things in every city. Like every city, there is a hood with black people. Every, every city around the country and around the world. They call them slums in some places. But if you're talking America, there's a city with a hood for every every black person, right? But there is not one community. Literally, there isn't a black community. There isn't a, a black grocery store next to a black school, next to a black hospital, next to a black law enforcement. They don't, they don't exist. Why do they not exist? Why do they not exist? We have the money. 
We spend a trillion dollars a year. We have to change our mindset. We have to change um, how we view and treat each other. Because it's possible. We can do these things. If everybody else got it, we can have it. Because we show like to flaunt and show like we got it. And you'll be the fly-dressed person, but your man's standing right next to you ain't as wealthy as you? How? How, how can we be dressed up to the T, have ice on our neck, have jewelry on our wrists, and our mans don't look as wealthy as us? Our family don't look as wealthy as us. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. We have to stop being individual when it comes to economics and financial literacy, how we spend and work with one another and be grouped, founded, be family oriented when it comes to us as a people and in general, in general, there's um, some plays and some moves to where, uh, like for dividends, for example, then I'm gonna get up out of here because I feel like I've been talking for a minute. Um, you can be financially free or you don't have to work a nine to five if you own enough enough stocks in your portfolio to where the dividends dividends are the payout for owning the share they pay all your bills they pay all your bills you're like what yes you can own enough stock in your portfolio and they pay you out for owning that stock to where you can pay your car note you can pay your mortgage you pay your phone bill, your light bill, your gas bill, your water bill, lawn bill. You pay all that. Ain't got to work. People really live like this. They are, and there are black people who really live like this. Okay? It is possible. Now, am I on my way to get there? Eventually, I will. I hope that in the next like five years or so, by the time I turn 30, this will all you'll see me do. I'll just be talking to you guys like, no, I don't work anymore. Well, I don't work a nine to five job anymore. That is truly my vision, which is why I keep getting up. You see me on social media so much because I want you to see a black man, a black person pursuing their dreams, not letting anyone tell you that we cannot have the freedom that we want so bad that we can't do it as a people. That we can't do it individually? No. Fuck that. You can do it. Is it going to be easy for us? No. That's 400 years of examples tell you that nothing's going to be easy for us. But there are also 400 years of examples telling you that we can succeed in a lot of things. In a lot of ways. You just got to try you just got to believe in your in your black king and your black queen that's standing next to you that don't have to be your family or your blood relatives for you to make this happen. They don't. They don't at all. Just pick up a book or watch my video. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on TikTok. Watch my show. Take something in. Ask some questions. There's an inbox on my actual page. It is for you. That inbox button is for you. You can inbox me at any time of the day. 
and be like, yo, Afro boy, lost African. Hey, I'm trying to think about this business. What do you know? What do you know about this stock? Uh, have you heard about this? How do you think the, the economy is going to turn around? Oh, and before I go, break this down for you really quickly. If you watched all the way through. The economy is on a swing. There's a lot of things and theories about the vaccine that will affect how you make money. It will affect how you make money physically. It will affect how you make money in your portfolio. When it comes to the physical part, depending on the vaccine and, and the things that are coming with that, how we're going to deal with the pandemic, um, how storefronts are going to be affected, whatever, depending on whatever your business is, whether it's food industry, whether it's the retail industry, whether it's the car industry, you have to prepare for those things. Like a lot of restaurants are going to be preparing because of the winter. Um, they're leaning on their partners like Uber Eats, DoorDash to uh, help them through the winter. When it comes to the retail industry, they're booming right now because of holiday shopping. But once holiday shopping is over with, are they going to continue to boom? So you have to um, maneuver the white way to be successful. Watch and li listen, why do you think you? I've shown you examples of me literally listening to CNBC um, in the morning? Because I have to evaluate how the world is working in order to grow my money. Because if I grow my money, I can grow my people. That's just how I view it. But I'm your boy, D. Lost Kenny Afro Boy. And uh, I'll holler at y'all later. Follow me on all social media Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. It's The Lost African, my podcast. Shout out to my sponsor. I love doing my podcast. I love talking to everyone across the world. And everyone in Botswana, um, South Africa, Africa as a whole, uh, I pray for you. I pray for my kin in Nigeria, the Batu people, Cameroon, Congo, West African people, East African people. Please stop beefing. Please stop beefing. Um and just come together because we got enough things going on. Y'all don't need to beef over over like the silly stuff, man. Come together, Joe. All Afro people, all black people, like stop that. Stop all that believing in the stereotypes that we can't talk to each other. We can come together collectively and change the world, our world. But uh, yeah, I'll let y'all later.